You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneur network.com podcast, the voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Hi everyone, this is Anne-Marie and welcome to another show. Now, let me ask you a question and be honest now. Do you find marketing your business difficult? Are you unsure how to build a strong online brand that gets you noticed by your ideal client? Well, if you answered yes, you're certainly not alone. But unfortunately, the cost of neglecting to market your small business is high. And in fact, my guest today sent me a link to an article by Small Business UK, and they claim that it costs around £122 billion in lost business for small businesses due to them marketing their business. So today on the show, I welcome Bianca Fords. And now, Bianca is an online business and marketing coach for six-figure coaches. And she's going to talk about the five-step business and marketing system that you need to create high impact and build your business online, three simple branding techniques to start doing business on your own terms, and six bases that you must cover to attract your ideal clients easily. So welcome to the show, Bianca. Thank you, Anne-Marie, for having me. (laughs) This is a topic that is near and dear to my heart, so uh, I'm really looking forward to what you have to share with all our listeners today. But firstly, can you tell me what you believe makes the difference between a small business that has a niche and just a regular business? Sure. So most of us, when we start off in a business we want to help everyone with what we do and the problem with that is that when we're trying to help everybody we're pulled in so many different directions and it's a really good intention to want to help everyone but you find as you go on that sometimes that can be tricky especially for coaches and people in the personal development industry and the difference when you do start to get more laser focused on the type of people that you want to work with, it helps you to be more specific and fine tune the skills that you want to help others with and also the type of people that you attract. So it makes life so much easier for yourself by making that choice. And it doesn't mean that you leave anybody out. It just means that you get the people you really want to work with first and everyone else that comes along is a bonus. Yeah, and I totally agree with that because often what will happen is you hear a small business or a coach will say, you know what, well, my methodologies and the way that I coach can help anybody and everybody. So what they do in their marketing is they try and be all things to all people. But what often Mm. happens, as you're saying, is the marketing messages actually doesn't connect with anyone and unfortunately your ideal client is not recognizing that you have a solution to offer them. So it it really is very important. And in your experience, when people do niche, when coaches decide to niche, while it is scary because they think, oh, am I now saying no to lots of other business? In your experience, have you found that actually the opposite is true, that businesses begin to thrive because they specialize in a niche? I think they do if they choose 
a good niche. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the groups of people that you choose to work with aren't necessarily the people who are ready for your service. So it's like a process of elimination, really. I found the same for myself. And that's when I started to make a choice about who I wanted to work with. So you really need to go with, you know, what the bigger the pain, the more the people will come to you for the help. Mm -hmm. And also whether or not they'll invest in wanting a solution to the pain or the problem that they're having is really important as well. Sure, because I'm assuming that if you target a specific niche or a target market, if mm -hmm. they're not willing to invest or part with, you know, their money, then it's mm. going to be very difficult because you need to kind of convince them, hey, you know, I've got yeah. this solution for you. And unless you've got a lot of time and a lot of money and a lot of patience and resources, you probably, as you said, choose a niche that uh, has a need, has a strong need, and also is willing to invest in themselves through, yeah, through hiring you. So great, great point. Now, I mentioned in the introduction that many small businesses and coaches particularly find marketing difficult. Why do you think that is? I think because marketing itself or working can I suppose it throw you off track and you're not quite sure what that means. But really and truly, it's just about the relationship and it's about sharing what it is that you do and putting yourself out there, which can be quite uncomfortable because we just want to get on with the business of coaching. And it's not always so easy for coaches to have a business mind. That's the other thing. You have to recognize that it's a business that you're running. It's not I don't like to use the phrase charity, but, you know, you have to have your head switched on to make it full circle and make an actual good living out of what you do so you don't have to go back to getting a job. Mm -hmm. And I can imagine when someone is just starting up their business, perhaps they've just got certification, they think, fantastic, I can't wait to go out and help my clients who are struggling and go out there and do coaching and really support my clients only to realise that they have a business and part of running a business is the need to market because marketing is getting your message out there because how are people going to find out about you if you're not regularly marketing your business. Now, we mentioned earlier on in the introduction that you've got a five-step business and marketing system. Do you want to talk briefly about, about that system? Sure. So it's a process that I came to terms with to try and pull together and, you know, my understanding of online business and marketing because there's so much different bits of information of what you should and shouldn't do and it can be overwhelming. So I called it the BAIT system and it's an acronym for branding, action, which is about the marketing that you use that suits your style, and impact. And that's about understanding the psychology and the, and the way how you can influence people. Tracking so that you know how well you're performing. What is happening with the marketing that you're doing? Is it working? You know, do you need to tweak it? Um, where you're going, is it the right place? And where do you need to hang out more? And then tweaking. So a lot of times when we make marketing efforts, we say, oh, it's not working. We don't give it a long enough run to realize whether or not it's a good thing. And so we throw the whole thing away and we think that nothing that we did was any good. Well, actually, a lot of the time what I say with my clients is you've got everything you need. You just need to make some small changes. And there's no such thing as failure. It's always feedback. Mm -hmm. Make use of that feedback for 
your benefit really yeah and uh, I love the way that you've used that acronym because bait is, is kind of you want to be influential you want to be irresistible and you want to be compelling mm. so that your ideal client comes to you and says yes I want to hire you or I want to work with you and we're going to talk about branding in a moment because you've got those three simple branding techniques so we'll talk about that in a second but I would imagine that all of those aspects, all of those five key things are very important. If you forget to do one or if you don't spend much attention on one and just the others, you'll find that your system, your bait system, doesn't work as effectively for you. Is that true? Yeah, it has to be a holistic and a full circle. And I think that's what makes what I'm doing very unique. And when we speak about branding, everybody will you know, hear a bit more about that. You have to pull things together just so that you can really understand what you're doing and how all of that flows into each other and actually how easy it can be once you just focus on where you're coming from and mm -hmm. what you want to do. Yes, yeah. You talk about here the impact being the psychology and you were talking about, you know, how it's important to understand how people think and behave. So from a marketing perspective, why is that so important for us to understand, have a deeper understanding around having that impact the psychology? Simply put, it's because people do business with people. Mm -hmm. And if you're just throwing stuff out there in the hope that somebody somewhere will listen, you're kind of missing out on a lot and potentially losing, leaving a lot of money on the table. So, you know, if you understand how people work, then at least you can connect in a way, even without speaking to them directly yet, um, to the way people work. So, you know, you're looking at, Maybe I'm jumping ahead a bit, but, you know, you're looking at what kind of things draw people in. How do you attract them in the first place? And then what is your commitment to them? Because everybody, you know, if they remember you and they like you, then they want to hear more from you. So you have to also stand by being consistent with how you communicate with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they'll look around for approval and see who else knows about you and that all helps and there's lots of different ways that they can look for that reassurance that they need mm -hmm. and they begin to like you as well yeah so you need to really you know establish your authority and show people you know what you're talking about and then you know just raise your level of expertise so that you again it, it adds towards you standing out from a crowd because coaching is such a big arena so yeah and I think when we're speaking, because, you know, you're an expert in online business and, and marketing, that when people are connecting with, say, coaches online and haven't kind of met face-to-face, -face, that's why it's ever so much more important. I mean, it's important for all small businesses, of course, but also if you're providing a service, you really need to build that reputation, the know, like, and trust factors, as you, you've mentioned, that psychology is so very important. And if you don't have those, you know, the touch points, if you're not making that impact with them, I would imagine that if a prospective client is reading through your website, site or your blog posts or your tweets or however else you want to market, they're not really connecting with you on a deeper level to the point where mm. they're going to want to reach out and say, hey, can I find out more about your services or how can I work with you? Do you find that that's true? Yeah, definitely. And it's also, you know, there's so many ways you can connect. So it's really important to recognize how you feel the most comfortable connecting with those people. Otherwise, you'll be doing you know, more of the marketing on the extreme side than you actually do about, you know, 
delivering your service. Yeah. <laughs> and that would go hand in hand. In a moment, we'll talk about the branding, but I imagine the action taking, which is yeah. the marketing, which is the second step in your, your bait system, that needs yeah. to go hand in hand with the impact, the understanding of yeah. the psychology. Because if you're marketing and you're just blurting out all of this information, which is not connecting, it's a lot of action taking you're doing. And unfortunately, it's not generating the results. So uh, really, really important. And let's face it, as business owners, coaches and consultants, service providers, we've only got limited time and we certainly want to make sure everything that we're doing in our business is generating us the best return. All right, let's talk about branding. Now, you've got three simple branding techniques that you want to share with people today. Yeah. So the first one is really understanding where your integrity is and what you stand for. That's really, really important. So for me, this is branding is about grand, um, sorry, grounding yourself. Mm-hmm. It's not about necessarily how everything looks, all the visuals and all the colors, all of that. Yeah, it's important. And that's the kind of thing that I teach with web design. But yeah, really getting in tune with you as a business owner, what you stand for, that's the first thing. So where's your integrity? Because that has to be like the base and the soul of what's going on with your business. Mm -hmm. And then the second step is to really get clear on what your life's intentions are. You know, we have often many people, not just coaches, we have this thing, oh, what's my purpose? What's my life purpose? For me, it's very important that we know what we get out of the deal as well. It has to be a win-win because the other extreme is that you end up serving so much that you're not receiving as much. You know, you're giving out and you're not really looking out for yourself. So it has to be about what makes you feel good by delivering this service and being clear on that. And then the last one is really connected with with some of the psychology. It's the quality. It's, you know, what are your values? What kind of things do you want to come through in the business that you're running? And yes, you value people, but you also have to value yourself so that you can really attract and be in alignment with the people that you want to serve, which also goes in hand with the niche that you're working with as well. Mm -hmm. And I'd imagine from all of those three key points, they're important to think about, consider as you're looking at, okay, so what is my brand? How am I going to position myself uniquely? And how can I create a brand which is authentic to me, which is real to me and is something that I can stand behind? As you said, you're a stand for. So integrity, being clear on your life's values, your intentions and so forth. And of course, the psychology around, you know, the values, who you want to work with, your niche, all of that is really important. Do you find that when you're working with clients, they tend to struggle with answering those kind of questions? Because I know often when I'm speaking to small business owners and and coaches in particular too, when they're really trying to delve into, okay, what makes me unique? What am I a stand for? Often it's like, I don't really know. It's not something that I've uh, kind of asked myself before. Do you find the same thing occurring when you're working with clients? Definitely. And I think you hit the nail on the head because people don't ask you. They don't really ask you. They don't go deep into what are you about? So one of the things that made me realize how important this was is that when you're being given all these different bits of advice, nobody actually asks, what do you want? What's important to you? Again, because it's this whole service kind of mentality, which is a bit 
again, it reminds me of being an employee. It's, you know, giving over. But mm. you have to be important to you. I always say, you know, you are the brand. You are the personality um, or the person behind that brand. And if you're in it, you know, for a long term, that's the only way to go, to really just get grounded in, you know, what it is that you specifically want to do because you've made this commitment to help other people. Absolutely. And I would imagine that if someone is unclear on their brand or they're trying to be something like put on a, you know, like a front or come Mm. and show up at work or in their business as someone who they're not, that can be absolutely exhausting. And you would feel very disconnected from, you know, your message and and, and how you want to show up. And no one wants to be that way when it comes to their own business. Would you agree? Definitely. In fact, you know, there's there's three layers to how a lot of people live if you like there's there's the the first layer the person who we're afraid um we're afraid we are the person who we think we are and the person who we really are and oftentimes the person who we really are is what you need to work your way back to so that you can you know really connect and be the authentic person comfortably and confidently mm-hmm I love that. So afraid of who we are, the three people, we, the, the person who we're afraid that we think we are, who we think we are, and the person yeah. who we really are. And that can get clouded by a lot of things that can happen, like p- comments that people say to us, our internal yeah. critic, and, and often she's on our shoulder, you know, me, 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 <laughs> me, in the background, it's like, please. <laughs> and so, as you said, it's really important to ground yourself and reconnect. You know, one of the things that I'll often do in that instance is just to journal and sit in a quiet space, have some really soft music in the background, and it's incredible, it rises to the surface mm-hmm. when you just let go, you know, and just allow the thought process and just to allow that just to, to bubble up and... And that can be incredible. And I'm sure you've got some great strategies too. And at the end of the call, what we're going to do is uh, share how people can get in contact with you to find out more about your system and about working with you. Now, overwork and overwhelm is something that I know many small business owners and particularly coaches in the service-based industry can experience, particularly when they don't have clear boundaries in place and when they're working with clients and so forth. Do you have any ideas around what causes this? Yeah, it's the need to, I think as adults, we have this automatic assumption that we have to do everything ourselves. And when you start working for yourself, you don't have a team of people naturally as you would when you're working in a company. So the reality kind of kicks in and then you don't know necessarily how to get organized because you don't have those things already in place and then you have to try and pull it all together and I suppose there's a sense of pride in it as well so I suppose some of it it can be pride and some also because you just you're not organized enough to know what you need and then there's that letting go you know when you have your own business that's your baby you know it's your project Mm -hmm. it's something that you it really means a lot to you so you kind of fear oh will somebody else do as good a job as me or you know Is it really going to work? So letting go is really important for you and your business to grow. And that can be quite challenging anyway. And oftentimes we'll push ourselves so much that we get stressed. And then, you know, we just don't 
perform as well anyway. So we're not doing ourselves any favors and we're not doing our clients any favors and we're not doing our families any favors because we're just ratty and, you know, all tensed up. Mm -hmm. So that would be a really good indicator, wouldn't it? If we're finding that day in and day out, we're feeling stressed, we're not getting through our to-do list or, you know, however you track what you need to do. And at the end of the day, you're just feeling really, really exhausted and that seems impacting your relationship. Would there be any other triggers as well or like alarm bells, so to speak, to say, hey, you now need to take a step back and start looking at what can you outsource? What do you need to get support on? Yeah, so if you find that you are struggling to do certain things because you just don't enjoy it, that's a sign that you need to go and get somebody else in that needs to. I'd err on the side of the marketing though because like I was saying with the branding, you really need to be the lead on that one and mm-hmm. it's probably the area that you'll, you'll, you'll need to make the biggest investment in. So yeah. I can think of one, Bianca, bookkeeping. I mean, how many times do you hear or I hear of business owners, oh, I'm tearing my hair out, got to do that bookkeeping again. And I even had a client that would take her four hours at least to do her Mm. bookkeeping and not only the time because we calculated what is the actual cost of you struggling with your bookkeeping. Even to the time two weeks before, she knew she needed to start preparing her books and entering that into the computer system. She would already start to get anxious. So two weeks leading up, she was already, you know, that's all energy that you could be putting on marketing your business, on having a conversation with your next ideal client, maybe even a high paying client. So, and she just made the decision, you know what, no more. And she said to me, that was the best investment I ever made because it takes it one hour for my bookkeeper to do what used to take me four hours and many, many hours of sleepless nights. So I certainly agree 110% with outsource it because you can then put your attention, focus and energy on things that you really enjoy and things that you really do need to spend time on to market and grow your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, you mentioned too, or we mentioned earlier on in the call that you were going to cover six bases that we have to have in place to attract our ideal clients easily. Do you want to talk about those briefly? Yeah. So, I mentioned a few of them earlier on. Yes. uh, So, the first thing really is about reciprocity. It's about a give and take. So, when you offer something like a freebie on your website, then in return, all you're asking for is an email address, which leads on to the opportunity for you to have commitment and consistency, which is the second thing. Mm-hmm. And that is really for you to build a relationship with the person who has shown an interest by opting in. Or if you're, you know, live meeting somebody, you've offered for them to come and engage with you on a longer term basis. The third would be social proof. And that is really providing the reassurance that the other people need to know that the decision that they've made has been a good one. Mm -hmm. So it's things like testimonials, it's things like comments on blogs perhaps, or, you know, just engagement that they see when you're around on the internet, that's really reassuring for them. And liking, I mean, you can't necessarily dictate you know, force somebody to like you. But all of those things that I mentioned before, it all contributes to somebody liking you. And because we have this need to be consistent with our decisions, then it works both ways. It's quite quite a nice, subtle way that it happens and people gradually get to like you more and more the more you stay in touch. Mm -hmm. 
And then the fifth is authority. So it's really putting your flag down and making your mark and really showing, you know, what it is you know. And I find that in our industry, there's a big gap missing with education. It's a bit like when you go to a doctor or a lawyer, you know, you want the help and they know and they diagnose, but they don't always explain to you so you can understand what it is that's happening. Why have you given me these tablets or what do you suggest? We hand over our trust, which is great, but some people I know like myself, I need to know a bit more. I need to make a more informed decision. So Mm -hmm. for us as coaches, when we educate a bit more about what we do and how it helps, then that again is really reassuring for the people that we want to work with. And again, it attracts like-minded people. And then there's the scarcity. Again, it's like with niching. If you have specific ways that people can get in touch with you or work with you, it helps to filter out those who are serious from those who are still on the fence or perhaps thinking about it or maybe just need a little bit more time. So, you know, just bearing those things in mind, really those six keys, if you have all of those in place, then that would really put you on a great path for success. Yeah, yeah, I love all of those things. As you were talking about the liking and encourage people to like your Facebook page and so forth, it reminded me of an email that I got the other day from someone, I don't know how I know this person, but they sent me an email to say, hey, it's my birthday today, can you please send me some return blessings because I need all the blessing I can get. (laughs) It was like, wow. So anyway, I didn't reply, but I just sort of, well, bless you, happy birthday you know but I thought wow that is someone going to the extreme of going out there and saying hey like my page to the you know to the maximum degree but anyway so that's what you're saying don't do don't do that just provide really good information educate your ideal clients and if you're connecting with them you know you understand exactly what they need what their problems are and how you can support them and if you're communicating that well they'll want to reach out to you because uh, they can see that you certainly have a solution to their problems which is fantastic great now talking about solutions to problems let's talk a little bit more about how people can get in contact with you to find out more about what you do and the services that you offer yep they can send me an email info info at biancaforbes.com that's b-i-a-n-c-a-f-o-r-b-e-s dot com Fabulous. Good, good. And uh, we'll, of course, put uh, those contact details on the show blurb so people can click straight through. We'll also put your website on the uh, the show blurb to Bianca so people can click through. We've also got your Twitter address too for people who want to follow you and tweet uh, the, the information that you're sharing online. And I know that you sent quite a few great resources, ones that you've written, articles that you've written, and also other articles as well. And we're going to place them on the show blurb to further resources that you can access for people who would like to find out more and read some of those great articles that you've shared as well. Thank you. Fantastic. Now, for those of you, if this is the very first time that you're listening to a show, welcome. It's great that you could join us. Uh, Bianca has shared some incredible tips and strategies, particularly if you're just starting out in business or even if you're looking to take your business and your coaching practice to the next level because you really want to make sure that you're 
everything that you're doing, your branding, your positioning, your marketing is really connecting on a deeper level with your ideal client. So you want to make sure that you go over to Bianca's webpage and uh, send her an email to find out more about how she can support you in taking your business to the next level. If you're listening from iTunes, why don't you go ahead and leave us a note about how you found today's show and also give it a rating. That's something that you can do. We always appreciate and love to get feedback from you, our listeners, because this is what the show is all about, bringing great information to help you build a successful business and coaching practice. So once again, Bianca, thank you so very much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for having me, Emily. It's been a pleasure. listening to the ambitious entrepreneur show do you want to promote your business to tens of thousands of other ambitious entrepreneurs both nationally and internationally i invite you to reach out and learn more about our customized sponsorship packages by emailing be a sponsor at ambitious network.com that's be a sponsor at ambitious network.com and we'll send you out further details This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.